Have yourself a merry BB Christmas. Let your mochas be white. From now on, your husband's in the Starbucks line. Here we are in the pandemic days where fashion's gone away for good. Faithful listeners are dear to us. Raise your Starbucks cup once more Through the years we'll be basically basic Doing basic girl things You go girl But thank God for Jesus Christ to always A merry BB Christmas. Hey guys, it's Cammy. And it's Amanda. And we're basically basic. Welcome to day three of Advent. I hope that you have been loving the first two days. I just am still so excited about this. I'm still so pumped, and I feel like Day three is when it starts to get real. You're in the middle of a week, and it's you saying, hey, I'm actually going to keep doing this, yeah. so we're thankful that you're here. Yesterday, I got to share what the Lord was speaking to me on Emmanuel, having God with us, and today, Amanda and I are really excited to share a scripture that I was telling Amanda, this is probably my favorite Christmas story story in the Bible, and yet I had never heard of it until like... No, I, you just, I, yeah. I've just found out about this, like, through you telling me the story. Yeah, so, like, it's in, it's in the Bible, and it's, like, a, a story surrounding Christmas that I just had never really read until I had a, a pastor share a sermon on it, and I was, like, in Mind awe. blown. Yeah. Mind blown. Uh, and so, I think it ties perfectly in with the idea of God being with us, and also just the fact that we're longing for Him to come back. So, mm-hmm. this is from Luke chapter 2, which is the Christmas story, honestly. The, like, that's, like... If you want to read the Christmas story in its entirety, go to Luke 2, I guess 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I think it's the most detailed account of Jesus being born is in Luke. But um, this is 2, and it starts at verse 25. Um, hold on. Now I need to pull it up. Hello. What am I doing? Okay, here we go. So I'm going to read the story, and then we're just going to kind of share what we think about it and why it means so much to me, because I think it's just the coolest. So here we go. Verse 25. It says, Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went to the temple courts. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, 
which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people's Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Peniel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old, and she had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child, to who all were looking forward to the redemption of Israel. Okay. Guys, so many things. So much goodness here. Honestly, oh, thank you, Simeon. Heart. Come alive, Simeon and Anna. Okay, can I just go? Can I just start talking? Just go, okay, early. Just, just go. Okay. Oh, so much. Okay, so first of all, first of all, Simeon is my man. I just told Amanda. No, yeah. If there, if I ever have a child, a boy around Christmas, somewhere his name will have Simeon, and if I have a girl on Christmas, somewhere it'll have Anna, because Beautiful. here you have two people, two prophets of the Lord, and it says about both of them that basically they, the Lord told them that they were going to see the consolation of Israel, which means like the prize, mm-hmm, the reward, mm-hmm. aka Jesus Christ, that in their lifetime, aka the it. best of the best, yeah, they were the gonna, end, the end, the end, the end to all. all, the answer, they were going to see that in their lifetime, and they, first of all, were both old, so they had lived their whole life and not seen that promise that the Lord had told them they were going to see, which pops, yes. pops right there, How They're already done, already done. Already done with that because how many times has the Lord promised me something and I'm impatient 24 hours later? 100%. Or one year later. or 100%. And I think a year in my mind is a long time. I'm like, Lord, I waited a year. WTH. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say exactly how old Simeon was, but it says that Anna was 84. So it says she was married for seven years and then her husband died and she was a widow. And then for until she was 84, it said that she never left the temple. So she was literally in the temple, in the presence of the Lord. It says worshiping and interceding. Day and night. Day and night. Fasting. Fasting and praying for the coming of Israel. So literally, like, I know that God is moved by our prayers. So I know that part of why Jesus came, like, was partly the urgency, I believe, of Anna's prayers and Simeon's prayers. Like, like 1, their faith moved the heart of God, and they knew yeah. they were going to see him, and they did not stop interceding and praying for Jesus to come until they saw it. And when I look at what it says about Simeon, this is why I wouldn't want to name a child after him. It says, There was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout, and he was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. First of all, what can be better to be said about somebody than you're righteous and devout, and that you're waiting for Jesus and the Holy Spirit's on you. Like, to think about the fact that we said, you know, in our first podcast, like, we are living between two Advents. Like, yeah. we, we long for Jesus' birth mm-hmm. as a sign of Christmas, but we're currently longing for his return. And Simeon was a man who was waiting. Like, ex- I picture him, like, expectantly worshiping, praying, waiting for Jesus to come, and the Holy Spirit was on him. Like, what could be better said about us as people that we are longing and waiting for Jesus to be birthed in our Mm -hmm. life, and the Holy Spirit's on us. Like, that's who he was. And then it says it was revealed to him that he would not die before he had seen Jesus. So again, like you said, he's trusting this promise. He's believing that God is going to come and be with us. And then when when he sees Jesus, he immediately recognizes him. And I love that because I think there's something to be said about, like, we 
can so often miss the things of God because we're not spending time in prayer. We're yeah. not spending time in fasting. We don't know what we're looking we're not for. Getting time. We're not spending the time to get to know who he right. is and his purpose for us. So then we miss it. Yeah, we miss the point. But he was, based on scripture, based on what we see in scripture, he's the first person, like, outside of like the people who were there at the birth to, yeah. to be like that's the one like he sees yeah. this I mean basically the, the, Mary and Joseph and the story are taking Jesus to get circumcised so yes. who knows how old he is but he's right after he's been born I mean I think it's like 7 or 10 days yeah. or something like that and so he's like you know getting circumcised which is crazy because it's like Jesus was a real man. human <laughs> that just literally proves that literally proves he was man yes. and Jesus yes exactly <laughs> and this this man Simeon and then this amazing woman Anna they like are like this is the one like this is the one we've been waiting for and then I love this because it says that once he sees Jesus he holds him in his arms and he praises him and he he says sovereign Lord as you have promised you may now dismiss your servant in peace he basically is saying I'm good to die now like which is this is what I've been waiting for and I'm good like wow. this is what you promised and I get to see it yeah like Incredible. And how, like, okay, first of all, this is my first time in my 31 years of life to even hear this part of the story. But I think this is so cool because it's, you know, if you've grown up in the church or like you've grown up hearing Advent for the most part, you, some of these things that we talk about may not be completely new to you, but our prayer is that they will speak to you in a different way and that God will speak to you in in a new and a fresh way because I believe that he can. But what's really cool about this story is I genuinely had never heard it. So now I'm thinking about, oh my gosh, how many people were outside of the like little sweet barn where Jesus was born. And there's so many stories like we don't even know about and people that were expectant for him. And I mean, because I had never heard the story of Simeon, I'm sure there was points where I think Kami and I talk about, is this the only time he's mentioned in the Bible that we know of? Like I know of. Okay. So what's crazy is like, to me, he's been overlooked because I only know this one story, but how many times, like, do we feel overlooked or is there, I mean, in what, how many people do we not even know the full story that we're expectant for Jesus? And we don't even know. I'm sure there was many more than just Simeon. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hope so. I mean, I I think of like all the, the Israelites have been waiting for hundreds and hundreds of years for this Messiah to come. And I think that it'd be so easy to just have given up. Yeah. Or be like, it's not coming. Yeah. Or to be like, if people, if, I mean, I'm sure if Anna and Simeon were like, hey, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Right. People probably rolled their eyes. And totally. Probably like, whatever. But totally. I'm, I'm hoping that there was a remnant of people that yeah. still had the hope and still believed. And I mean, it's crazy because you see the, these people and they, they heard from the Holy Spirit and they chose to believe it. And then they not only just believed it, but they prayed into it. Like yeah. they, they mm-hmm. worshiped into it. They fasted into it. And they like, no matter that they were old, no matter that like, they hadn't seen it yet. They were faithful to believe that it was coming. And something I just realized as I was reading this, which is kind of nuts, is in verse 32, Simeon says, well, verse 30, let's start at verse 30. Simeon says, for my eyes have seen your salvation. And he's talking about as he's holding Jesus, which you prepared in the sight of all nations. And 32 says, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. The crazy thing about that is he says that Jesus is a light for revelation to the Gentiles, mm-hmm. which is like, Obviously, that's me and you, people not of Jewish descent. Right. But the crazy part about that is we don't we don't get that revelation again until uh, Paul, I think, gets that revelation yeah. after Jesus dies. Because originally, they they thought the disciples were like, he's the king of the Jews only. Oh, but then not wow. until after yeah. Jesus' death do they realize like they have the encounter with revelation that, no, he actually died for everybody. Yeah, he's but for Simeon all. Simeon is catching this early. Now. He's catching this at... 
day eight of Jesus' birth. What an emoji. Like, he is he's a <laughs> he's man, a man of, God. of God. Like, but he, he knows this because he, he's been watching and looking and waiting. And so... And expectant. Expectant. So I think of this scripture, what I think why it speaks to me so much is there's something about, like, being a watchman. Like, mm. someone who's actually, like, mm-hmm. looking around, like, catching the signs of the day, praying into things, and like, prophesying. Can I also just exist. say, not even waiting for the glory of it. Yeah. Like, Simeon wasn't about... Like getting the recognition, clearly. Yeah, clearly. Because he was like, I'm going to die now. I just need to see it. Yeah, he was literally about, like, I, it's not that I want to be known as this emoji, like this man of God. Like, nowhere in the scripture does it say he was this man that was like super, you know, loud about what he was saying, whatever. He genuinely, it was him and God. That was it. Yeah. And he was just on his knees, fasting, praying 24 7, and God was the answer. So much so that he was willing to say, All right, Lord, you can take me out now. I'm good to go. And you know what's so beautiful about that is that. When I think of, I don't know how old Simeon was, but Anna was 84. And so my guess is that she got to see Jesus' birth, but she probably didn't get to see him die on the cross or or, or raise again. Yeah. So the fact that they were, their hearts were so beautiful. They were so content with just him being birthed. They didn't even see like the full manifestation. Like they didn't even know. I mean, I just picture the father heart of God being like, wow, like how beautiful my servants are so pleased that. I brought my son into the earth. They don't even know what's coming. They don't even know how amazing Ooh, this gift is, you know? So, like, it's so much to think about. There's so <laughs> much in it. And so when I think about Emmanuel, like, O come, O come, Emmanuel, if I think of, like, the OG singers of that song, it's yeah. Anna and Simeon. Like, they're literally oh, the people that were, like, so longing and singing yes. and worshiping out, like, come, God, with us. Like, we believe, we, like, pray into that. Wow. And so my prayer for us and for our listeners is that we would be people that would, like, Long, Long for Jesus. For Jesus. Mm-hmm. That we would like, I mean, I want, when I look at Anna and Simeon, I'm like, I want to be that 84 year old woman in Expecting. the prayer room, mm-hmm. fasting and praying mm-hmm. for things I haven't yet seen mm-hmm. and know that I won't. Like, how unselfish is that, too? Because it's like, yeah. she's praying into things for generations and generations and generations. Right, not even she, for herself. Yeah, I mean, I, by the time you for get herself, 70, but also, you're kind yeah. of probably like, well, most of my prayers I'm praying for <laughs> will outlive me, you know? Yeah, that's but, so good. Um, and also, okay, there's so many points on this, but just... I mean, so many things are coming to me as I'm hearing it, but also just thinking too that like our prayers are not always just for ourselves. Like I think it's so easy to be like, God, please grant me this, please right. give me this, please do this. But to think how prayer can move just on behalf of others, like who knows the lives that she affected just being in the prayer room, like on her knees. And for sure. that's the thing is we don't always know what time with, I think it's hard to in our day and age know exactly what spending time with God can look like. And for me, it's different every day. So some days it's in tears, weeping, and I'm just like giving it all to the Lord. Other days it's joyfully like praising yeah. in the car. And I think it can look differently for everyone in different ways, but the Lord will speak to you when you ask him and you can worship any type of way that the Lord is, is telling you in that moment. That's so good. Oh, guys, <sighs> so I can sit on this all day. So if you want to read more about this, obviously be in Luke 2, but Luke 2, 22 through 40 is where we're at today. And we just pray that it gives you a new perspective on on the gift of Christmas, that the fact that Jesus, like, he was an answer to, to some specific people's prayers. Mm-hmm, I think that's mm-hmm. so cool because he was an answer to the world's cry, but he was also an answer to Anna's cry, to Simeon's specific, cry. Specific words. To my cry, yeah. to your cry. Yeah. He's a specific answer For all. To and this is a really cool thing to end on. It's also in Luke 2 that Cammie was reading from, but in Luke 2, um, chapter 30, or cha- yeah, Luke 2, 38, verse 38, It says, and this is talking about Anna, And coming up at that very hour, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. And that just makes me think, like, 
how cool it is the fact that we there's some people out there who like do not know the story of the yeah. Lord not not only the story of Simeon like I just learned but like don't know the story of Advent at all and when you love something like if you find a new TV show or a new song like what do you do you text your friends and you're like oh my gosh listen to this yeah. you should get this and I want to be someone who is so in love with the Lord that I go out and share this story just like she did in this like and she began to speak of him to all who are waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. So it's like, I know a handful of people who are waiting to see the Lord in their lives. And some people I probably haven't talked to about it as much as I should. And I just think that's like an encouraging word um, to just go out because we have the power of the Lord in us that we get to go out and share the good news. Like this is the news. So this is the only sick. news. This is the news people have been waiting for. Yeah. That's so good. Do you want to pray for us, Amanda? Yeah, I would love to. Absolutely. Lord, right now I just pray for our listeners, God. I just pray for the man or woman who's listening, God, whether they're in the car driving, whether they have just spent time doing this devotional with a friend over coffee. We are just so, so thankful for them, Lord. And whatever season that they find themselves in, whether it's one where they are praying the dark shadows away, God, and praying for you to come into their heart, come into their home. I just pray that you would, God. I pray that you would break chains, that you would break barriers, God, for any of these listeners, Lord. I pray for blessings over their home, over their job, over their family, God. I pray for healing. I pray that anxiety and depression would just have to flee in Jesus' name. God, I thank you that you not only answer our prayers, God, but you are just the answer to all. And I just pray that um, we can we can live in that place, Father, that anytime we think that we can do more in our doing, God, whether it's our jobs, um, just the regular to-do list, even as a mom, I find myself um, wanting to wake up and just get the things done. And Lord, that um, how powerful it is instead when we can just spend time with you, whether that whether we're in a broken place, God, and the only thing we have left to do is to cry out on our knees or whether we can in that moment worship from a place of joy and of thanks just to remember all that you have done for us lord and um father i just thank you for this advent season i'm so excited i'm so expectant for what all of our friends are going to say and just the way that you're going to get to speak through their hearts god and um i'm just so excited and so expectant and i'm so joy i'm so thankful that in a season and in a year that seemed just really dark for so many god um, that we still have the hope in you. Even still, we have hope in you, God. And I'm so, so thankful for that. And I pray that all of our listeners would come to that place, God, that we could just come to the place of thankfulness and forget about what the world tries to tell us of 2020 is a wash, God, of holiday season 2020 is a wash because we don't have all the Christmas parties or whatever it used to look like. I pray that instead we could come to you, Father, and ask um, what is the way that you want Christmas season to look for look like for us this year? And we just thank you, God, and we bless you. And we thank you for dying on the cross for our sins. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Guys, <laughs> I'm Cammie. I'm Amanda. We're basically basic. <laughs> we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic. And Merry Christmas. <laughs>